You're listening to Nostalgia Be Damned. Hello, everybody. My name is Zach. I'm Brandon. A.K.A. DJ Oozin' for a Bruising. <laughs> Back by Bodacious Demand. <laughs> You're listening to Nostalgia Be Damned, the show where we take some of your favorite movies from the 1990s to the mid-2000s, you know, movies you grew up with, and we look at them objectively as critical movie thinkers and see, do they hold up, or do you just love them because of the nostalgia? This week, we watched 1991's superhero action-adventure comedy, all of it rolled into All of it, all of it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Oh my god, I was excited for this movie. Yeah, you were a little too excited. (laughs) Okay. This is kind of revenge because all month Brandon purposely picked movies he knew I was going to fucking hate. He knew it. But you turned out to love them and now you own no, them in your no, collection. No, no, Tell no. the truth. Two of the lowest rated films I've ever given on this <laughs> podcast, like hands down, Kangaroo Jack, one of the worst films I've ever seen. Freddy versus Jason, I, I actually I gave it what? Yeah, uh, you gave like a 30 something. Yeah, dude. something. But it was still terrible. So this week was my pick, and I kind of punched back with a movie that I watched constantly as a kid. We had this on VHS. I watched it so much that the VHS cover fell apart. Oh my That's Lord. how much I watched this movie. Now, was this one of the cardboard ones or the big plastic ones? This, this was a cardboard, cardboard one. Right? Yeah. yeah, this was a cardboard one. Um it is. I was obsessed with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I was a kid, as many children were. I watched the cartoon all the time. I had VHSs of the cartoon, and this movie, I think I liked it and watched it so much because I didn't have the first one for whatever reason. I don't know why. Okay, but you it was seen just it. yes. It was just one of those movies that was in my collection. Collection. Yeah. You gotta watch. Don't it. know where it came from. I was very small because this movie came out in what ninety one. Yeah. Yeah. So before I was born, this movie came out. It just happened to be in my collection. I watched it all the time, and at the time, I loved it probably just because there were fucking teenage mutant ninja turtles in it. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't see the appeal of these <laughs> characters as a kid. Get out! I'm gonna get a lot of flack because yeah, yeah no, they're beloved out. characters. I get it. Although I liked, I did like the cartoon show. I did watch the cartoon show, but yeah. again, it wasn't just that. And I watched. I loved X Men, and, and and it was on kind of the same. Because um, what network did it first air on? I think it was. I want to say Nickelodeon. I remember at one point it was on Nickelodeon. I didn't know if that was where it first aired or. If it was I don't know. This was a this was a classic like Saturday morning cartoon though. Yes. So it, yes. I mean, it was just. It was, I believe, from the 80s, maybe, the mm-hmm. cartoon. Yeah, and it was... I, I very mean, popular. It, yeah, it was very popular. I loved that show. I could recite the entire theme song by heart. I won't, but I could. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Uh, for those who don't know, a, a quick plot synopsis of this sequel here. The Turtles and the Shredder battle once again, this time for the last canister of the ooze that created the Turtles, with which Shredder wants to unleash an army of new mutants. Yeah, and I do we really need to go through the backstory of the Ninja Turtles leading no, up I to mean, this? I mean, I think pretty... Everyone Although I knows, think this movie right? kind of expects you to know it. It does. Like, it, if you really watch does. this with yeah. fresh eyes, you will not have a fucking clue because they do slowly reveal the backstory of these but characters. It's minimal. But it is minimal and it is like every 10 minutes. Like, I think you go like a solid hour into this movie until they finally just like reveal like their entire backstory. That, yeah. And the, yeah, they just expect you to know and accept that these are just fucking 
talking teenage I mean, mutant ninja turtles they knew who the, they knew who <laughs> exactly. the fuck they were delivering this movie to they did and if i remember correctly um and this may have been with it must probably was with subsequent releases because there was more movies after this obviously mm -hmm. the advertising and i remember a lot of tie-ins with pizza companies <laughs> oh yeah because the turtles are obsessed with pizza because pizza they're new york everywhere of course because they're new yorkers dude pizza so taxi god damn it. there is a lot of that there is a <laughs> lot of new like, york, new york heavy tough guy accent, accent yeah, yeah. So this one is uh, directed by Michael Pressman, who also directed uh, The Bad News Bears in Breaking Training. It's some fucking random-ass sequel. Yeah, exactly. Boulevard Nights, Some Kind of Hero, Dr. Detroit. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 was actually the last theatrically released film he ever made. He has, however, directed a shit ton of TV episodes for pretty much every show <laughs> ever made. Ever made. Yeah, he's still going. And a bunch of uh, fairly forgettable made-for-TV movies. So, Man, I, I mean... This whole... He peaked here. Yeah, he did peak here, which isn't saying much because you and I were talking about it before the podcast. Uh, outside of the original television show and maybe the first film, yes, uh, there has never been a successful, critically successful sure. Turtles And even the ever. first movie wasn't yeah. well received by critics, honestly. No. Uh, but yeah, this <laughs> there really isn't a lot to choose from when it's from good content. It's so weird that it it's is. this beloved when like there's nothing good to come out of it. Well, honestly, yeah, if you look at it from a critical perspective, none of these movies have above a forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Insane. This one here has a thirty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes and a six point oh on IMDb. That's nostalgia. That yeah, is a that nostalgia is, rating right this there. This is okay, the this, perfect movie yes, for this podcast absolutely. because there is there seemingly is no fucking reason to be nostalgic about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but everybody is, except for you, because you're a fucking nerd. I'm going to come at this like you came at Freddy vs. Jason with really no affinity for yeah. the, the series. I did, however, watch the first film, I'd say fairly recently, within the last five or ten years. Oh, wow. It was a movie that I didn't catch when I was young. I didn't catch any of these when I was young, except for the cartoon. So that's yeah. what I'm coming at this movie with. I mean, this movie, I think, kind of falls in the way of a lot of, like, sequels like that. You know, the first one had a lot of effort. It was dark. It was um, dark. It was much it had, darker than I thought it would be. Yeah, it had a surprisingly, like, good cast, kind of. I'm trying to remember who the hell was even and in the Corys. Oh, yes, that's right, of course. Yeah. Like you forget, yes. Yeah, of course. Um, but, like, all of them gone by this film. All yeah, even, yeah, April O'Neil's recast. Yep, all the Turtles, I think, are recast. Um, it, it is interesting to note, I don't remember this at the beginning of the VHS, but they say in memory of Jim Henson. They do. At the beginning of this movie, too. They do. And you can tell this is a fucking Jim Henson-esque movie, because some of the puppetry the and mechanics rat, are <laughs> fucking terrifyingly puppet <laughs> like they're terrifying in general like yeah. the look at them are like some real labyrinth looking sons of bitches yeah. in there so secret of the ooze it earned 78 million dollars worldwide off a 25 million dollar budget it finished 13th for the year i didn't know these Jesus were that Christ, successful man. then i looked into it dude so this is actually the fourth highest box office gross among the movies which is crazy mm -hmm. so the remake, obviously, uh, in 2014, that is, or the reboot, I guess, that's yeah. the, that the highest grossing one, 191 million. The original movie, though, made 135 million dollars. Dude, these movies, I mean, it's hard to understate how popular the Turtles were in the late 80s. That's crazy. Which makes that's crazy, sense. though, to me. Yeah, it is. I mean, they were the original, like, this is one of the original superheroes. Superheroes, movies. yeah, you're right. I, it no, is. Like comic book movies, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and these had to have done good 
worldwide. Yeah, like foreign I find, foreign I box say, office. I couldn't find foreign box office for some of the earlier ones. I know they were released right. to, to countries, but I couldn't find any on. I mean, the they old box they had to have been crazy. Jail. This is right up Japan's alley. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, except for the you know blatantly racist rat. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, let's talk about that. Uh, so I mean, yeah, it's, we're not going to get into the the real backstory, but they're, of course they're based on the uh, comic book characters published by Mirage Studios. It's uh, this movie, obviously, sequel to the nineteen ninety film. So they released this mm-hmm. less than a year after the very first one came out because it was so successful. Like, Absolutely, we got to get this out fucking immediately. I mean, they must have started filming after that the first night. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh my like, god, shit. shit! Turn this around, like yeah. god damn. It was followed by a third film in 1993. That was what Turtles in Time. Oh, Want to tell us man. about that one? Because again, I have no. I mean, it. They go listen, back to if, what? Feudal Japan. Feudal is that Japan. Yeah, they travel back <laughs> in time to feudal fucking Japan. I gotta tell you, it, if you grew up with this movie, I understand. If you go back and rewatch it. There is no fucking reason whatsoever anybody should be going back to watch Turtles in Time. Well, like, I'm glad I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> I now yeah. I'm a proud owner of the the trilogy on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> it was like two bucks more to buy the, the trilogy on Blu-ray than the second one on DVD. I mean, the, the third I, yeah, movie. Yeah, I could have rented it, but you know what? Maybe I want to rewatch these. First things. of all, if you think the fucking costumes in this one are bad, wait till you watch the third one. It's or they degrade in quality. Oh my god, they look like fucking uh, high school mascots. It's terrible, <laughs> and like the plot is just absurd. It, I that that is a movie that I highly recommend staying away from. But if you want to watch it, you want to watch it. I'm not going to tell you no. Did you ever see the 2007 like computer animated yeah, one? TMNT. I yeah, I did actually see that, and I didn't want to because I remember when it came out thinking like wow that looks fucking stupid i think i caught it on tv or something or bits and pieces of it on tv yep and it's uh just as bad as you would think it is yeah well so the third one made 42 million dollars the lowest grossing tmnt apparently made 54 million dollars then the series was rebooted by producer michael bay in 2014 and then was given a sequel out of the shadows in 2016 i have obviously not seen either of them i saw the trailers and i was like no i haven't seen either of those no no thank you although this like uh, almost like Star Wars has some hilarious spinoff ones. Like there is, uh, if you look into it, there's one where they have like a Turtles musical, mm-hmm. where it's just guys on stage, yeah. like lip syncing. Yeah, it's difficult to watch. It's I, I, I YouTube that one. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Uh, this this movie is. I mean this franchise has just done so bad in anything but toys like <laughs> yeah exactly because my god do they sell toys well we were talking about it dude what if they made a fucking hard-edged one like I a would... logan style teenage mutant ninja no. turtles yeah just mutant ninja turtles oh yeah they'd that's be in right like they'd be old or yeah something like this they're yeah. falling apart the world around them's crumbling you the get shredder is taking like, over the world or yeah, something you get like darren aronofsky to do it yeah i mean you have to <laughs> get george like, miller out of mad max oh dude. fuck yeah that'd be, dope. that'd be insane you have to get like an old casey jones in there too yep. april o'neill's dead you have to kill off april you got to kill her off and now there's a, you know a new badass female lead yeah, of course. Character, obviously. Yeah, I mean there. I mean there were spinoff like heroes, I guess, out of that. I don't know. I didn't get too deep into it, but you could get deep into like a a fucking gritty mutant ninja turtles movie. I'm in, dude. Let's write it. Yeah, and they we still keep like the giant, gross, disgusting rat. Obviously, 
Andy oh, Circus yeah. does it. Andy Circus does the fucking gross. Can you imagine that? Splinter. Like a Caesar style mocap of a disgusting samurai Dude, rat? Dude, I am so fucking excited about that <laughs> idea. These fucking aging turtles. Or maybe you do a, a turtle's new generation. Okay. Because turtles live to like 150. Ooh, that's true too. And dude. they're yeah. teaching like new ninjas as these I fucking like that. old okay. decrepit turtles. But, so, but we get like an old grizzled actors to play them. Yes. Done. Oh my and God. obviously like the new new cast of up and comers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, write us a check. Yeah. New line or Warner Brothers, whoever wants well, this. If you send us a check, we will have a treatment ready for you by next week. <laughs> All our lawyers will set that up. Yep. So, uh, unlike the first film, uh, this entry rarely showed the use of the turtles' weapons, which I was very keen on. Dude, <laughs> like, there's barely any barely anything use... but punching and kicking in this movie. I mean, they really they use pretty the stick pretty liberally. And yeah. Forgive me, I don't know the names of ninja weapons, uh, but they <laughs> use noob. They use Donatello's stick a lot. They do. But they Leonardo does not use his fucking. Katanas. Yeah, there's no stabbing or slicing. Yeah, uh, Michelangelo even barely uses his nunchucks. It's very sad. And I don't think I saw Wrath Scythes once, dude. Disappointing, bro. Yeah, it's sad. Uh, and I guess that was a part of an attempt on the studio's behalf to kind of tone down the violence because apparently they got a lot of flack for the dark tone the first one had. Oh, the dark? And the violence the, in it. I mean, I remember the first one. There's like moments in that movie where you're like, Jesus Isn't one of them Christ. almost dying in a fucking bathtub at some point? Yeah, one of them dies like or is supposedly dead heroin in, like, overdose yeah in a heroin overdose no like in a fire or an explosion <laughs> yeah. or something like that it is it's crazy jesus uh this film is a tribute like you mentioned earlier to muppets creator jim henson i guess he died less than a year before this film's release gotcha the uh henson's creature shop created all the animatronic creature costumes for the film like the first movie so it, it looks like they're all you know, suits, and then they have, like, kind of an animatronic Like an animatronic head. face, yeah. yeah. And you know what, like, let's get it out of the way right now. Like, how, the perception of these, it, you know, it's it's similar to when I watch kind of the Muppets Christmas Carol or something. Yeah. That's kind of a, a movie that I, I revisit from year to year. And you just, you just accept it. You know 1990s, what I mean? Like, 1990s, you really, silly, yeah. But it, but it, you just accept it. Dark Crystal, Labyrinth, all yeah, those exactly. movies. Yeah, exactly. Like, you expect it's it. It's part of the appeal. Yeah, you, know? you expect it. You don't go to the Muppets to watch, like, Kermit pronunciate everything you know like, <laughs> i don't want to fucking mocap yeah you can, in there. yeah you're yeah. not supposed to read kermit's lips so it's yeah. you know it's it's, it's a lot a, of the same thing it's it is what it is um that doesn't mean it doesn't look fucking terrifying. <laughs> well, it's goofy. yeah it's goofy, it's goofy. yeah and like <laughs> but at the same time it is kind of endearing and very uh, reminiscent of this era of filmmaking yes. and i, I I'm not at a, from a critical standpoint. I'm not going to be like, oh, I wish they looked fucking better. Yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I mean, like I accept yeah. it, and they're fun. Sorry, they're not Michael Bay's humanoid, <laughs> roided out, fucking roided Johnny Knoxville voice, terrifying, yeah, awful beasts. looking God. pieces of shit. <laughs> But, you know, they did what they could. They could. Yeah, I I have thoughts on Splinter, and we'll get to him. But Yeah, we will. <laughs> well, I mean, is there anything else? Just a couple more things. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the characters, obviously, of Bebop and Rocksteady could not be used due to rights issues. Super upsetting. So they, they update them to what? Razor and Toka? Tokar. Tokar. Razor, oh, I God think. Um, they're a snapping turtle and a wolf. And... Jesus Christ. I think this, like, if you're a fan of the franchise, is the most egregious thing. Like, if you can't get Bebop and Rocksteady, just don't use Bebop. And, and that, that was a rhino and a... A rhino and a warthog. And a warthog. That's yeah. right. Okay. 
An original motion picture soundtrack was released alongside the film in 91. The best part, right? Uh, featured 10 tracks from the film. The most famous, obviously, Ninja Rap, performed by Vanilla Ice. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Wow. <laughs> uh, that was your favorite part of the movie, right? That uh, It could be. <laughs> I don't want to tip my hand. We'll see, dude. We'll see. And the last little bit is the, the character of uh, Kino, played by Ernie Race Jr., was Donatello's fight double in the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Producers liked him so much that they just created this role for him Dude. to replace Casey Jones because they thought he was a little too violent in the first one. Oh, please, give me a break. But that kid is pretty dope when he fights. When he talks, not so much. <laughs> I was going to say he is a dope fighter. Yeah, he's an awful actor and a terrible character. But when he actually, when they let him fight, that kid's pretty badass. Do you want to start off, my friend? <laughs> I will start off. But, yeah, you, you did mention it. It starts right off with a title card, In Memory of Jim Henson. Yep, In Memory of Jim Henson, and then we dive right into it. New York City, obviously pre-9-11 because we get that New York City skyline and two giant twin towers right in your face. And some beats, dude. Some, oh, some my God. 80s the fucking... beats in the early 90s. We are still living dude, in the Dude, we 80s. were still <laughs> making that transition because the music is fucking like... Everyone's wearing fucking tight, weird shit. They're walking around with giant boom boxes. And, man, they are munching on some fucking za. I've never seen anyone eat so much za in my life. Dude, everybody... That's the whole... I don't... Like, I guess they were... Is there, it's a running joke, I guess. Yeah, they're supposed like, to be like, get everyone. it? It's a Turtles movie. They love pizza. But every single person in New York is eating pizza, and the pizza looks so fucking good. Does it? It's Yeah, it's, it does. It's 90% cheese. I'll fucking kill you, dude. No, look, I'm not saying I wouldn't eat that in a, in a heartbeat. I'm saying I want a little more dough and, and sauce with my za. Ugh. And you mentioned, oh, you know, New Yorkers often are talking about how, you know, their pizza's the best. They're not wrong. You know, Whoa, I did not say that. You said it like that. No, no, no. Let me quote verbatim what I said. I said, New Yorkers can get annoying and uppity about their pizza, but they kind of have a point. But they're not wrong. That's not what I said. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'll kill you. I'll check jump the record. over the, I'll check jump. The record. I, I, I we do have check a that court. <laughs> what is it, a just, stenographer? Yeah, we have a stenographer. Check the record. Marissa, please. See, dude, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Marissa fucking gets it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, you said you're not wrong. No, I told you. Shut up, shut up, dude. I'll jump over this table and kill you. <laughs> I did like this little montage, dude, setting it all up. Yeah. It's a feel-good, like, all right, I know what I'm getting. Yeah. So uh, we're in a pizza joint. Roy's Pizza. Roy's Pizza. And what's his fucking face? The Kino. Kino. Ernie uh, Race Jr. Yeah. He's a delivery driver for Ray's Pizza, and they're like, hey, April O'Neil's got an order again. And he's like, who the fuck is this chick? Even though she's the biggest fucking journalist in New York City. He's like, who is this chick? Why does she eat so much pizza? He does not talk with a New York accent. He's I Asian. added that. Yes, he is. And he's got a beautiful head of hair. Oh, my God. Gorgeous. So anyway, he gets on his little <laughs> moped as he's driving to deliver pizza. He notices of the, like three or four vans in an alley stuffed with electronics. And like any person in New York City, he does not mind his own business and <laughs> goes to investigate with pizza in his hands, sees a bunch of dudes robbing the mall. Well, a bunch of dudes. There's only like three of them initially. And he's like, stop, you guys are under arrest. What? You're a fucking... Citizen's arrest, dude, obviously. Well, like you're a fucking pizza guy. 
And so they try and beat him up, and he fucking goes kung fu on these fucking idiots. Comes out of nowhere. You have no reason to suspect this guy knows karate. You do not at all. And then when he's done, he's like, did I mention I knew martial arts? Um, but then a, but then a bunch. Of, yeah. Well, How many people are robbing this like mall? There's like 30 burglars in this goddamn mall. Back when America was you know, very full of malls. And this malls is the weirdest lucrative. mall, though, too. It's like underground. What it's, are you st- it's like on a sub-basement level. Yeah, and they're stealing just strange shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a lot of TVs. Um, but as he realizes he's outnumbered in the background, here they come, dude. Teenage Mutant Ninja Teenage Turtles. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Really quick freeze frame. Oh, yeah, we do. Yep. You got to get that title that fucking slings right at the screen and yeah. melts off into ooze. Yeah. Then comes the goofiest fight sequence. Maybe ever. Uh, probably of this scene. Of, of, of this of movie. Of this movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, like I was mentioning, it's three ninjas good choreography. I mean, when they take the martial arts seriously in this movie... I think it looks it's pretty cool. The yeah. The only thing that's stupid is every single fight is that like one-on-one wait for, but which I guess yeah. is indicative of martial arts movies in general. Yeah. But they could have got done a little to hide it a, a bit. Like it's yeah. a little goofy. There's only like one time where everybody gang piles on one of them and it fucking works. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> of course it would work. Yeah. Someone just needs to take a gun out and end these turtles lives. Oh, for sure. But, uh, you know, they do like antics. They're, you know, beating them up with yo-yos and like toys oh, yeah. and pepperoni and shit like that so go through very just quickly this yeah okay so leonardo uh he leads <laughs> with the fucking blue bandana yep. and swords uh donatello does machines nerd nerd he's a nerd uh he's got the purple headband with the stick uh Raphael is cool but crude yeah hot tempered give me a break michelangelo is a party dude happy go lucky party bra yeah party <laughs> <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in a Half Shell. God damn it. <laughs> so turtle, they turtle cut power. to, yeah, after they've, you know, slaughtered these people. <laughs> Not really. Everyone just gets no, lightly I mean, tossed to the yeah, side. Yeah, they beat the shit out of them, and uh, they're like, hey, kid, go call the cops. We're going to tie him up. And they do, and they steal his pizza. Well, no, actually, they pay for it. Well, yeah, and it is their, their apartment anyway, anyway yeah. so... It's just nice timing, I guess. They get back to the apartment, and this poor April O'Neil. Oh, my God. She is saddled with such a burden. Yeah, she's living in the nicest New York City apartment maybe ever. Yeah, and on a journalist's salary, I get it. She's pretty popular. Well, it's New York, so it is that's New a York. probably a she's pretty good market, right? She's probably making a huge yeah. chunk of change. That's the number one market. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so... Uh, but the turtles are crashing there. Everything's a oh, fucking mess. They're and she's like... this football with pizza in yeah. her apartment. And they're putting, like... It looks like sprinkles on the pizza. Uh, could be Coke. It could it's be Coke. The late 80s, early Actually, 90s, it is Coke. Dude. They really reinforce in this movie, by the way, that they're Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They do. They like say it like a million times. Oh, you guys turned into this 15 years ago. And, you know, they act very immature. So they, even though they're all voiced by clearly fucking adults, right? they all act like teenagers and kids and rowdy hoodlums in this movie. She's begging them to find a new place to live. Please. Because uh, they don't really catch you up too much on what was happening at the end of the first one. I had yeah. to actually ask you, because I, like, I couldn't remember a lot. Yeah. I was like, wait, what the fuck happened at the last one? Because they're just like, we're living here now. Yeah. We got kicked out of the sewer. Or they were well, made so, in the sewers. So in the last movie, they had a huge fight with uh, Shredder. Yep. The Shredder. I do remember um, Shredder. And uh, the Foot Clan, his his gang Goons, of ninjas. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they ended up uh, allegedly Killing the Shredder, they think. He, I basically just remember him going into a garbage truck, maybe getting crushed. Who knows? Um, but 
he, you know, so they're like, we can't live in the sewer. The fucking Foot Clan found us. They know where we live, even though they're pretty certain that most of them are gone. This must have happened like weeks after the first movie because, you know, Shredder's alive. Yeah. I, I mean, production started. Weeks <laughs> yeah. Production after. started very quickly. Um, but so, yeah, they're, you know, they're discussing that. And that's when we fucking meet Master Goddamn Splinter, dude. He's voiced by Kevin Clash, who it was Elmo at one the point. The voice of Elmo. Yeah. The, I think the original voice of Elmo. I think so. Yeah, which, you know, eek. <laughs> this accent, dude, had me in stitches. Oh. It's like Mickey Rooney or some shit in Breakfast at Tiffany. First of all, <laughs> he is not Japanese, but he's fucking going for it. <laughs> it's bad. It's racist. Let's talk about this Splinter costume. Yes, uh, please. So, yeah, it's a puppet, right? Because yeah, we I, never really see him walk. No, you never see his remember. legs. Yes. You never see him walk. Even there's, like, one scene where he's supposedly walking, and you can't see its legs, and it's clearly, like, someone yeah. bobbing it up and down. Um, but, yeah, it's clearly a puppet, <laughs> and, man, it's looking Haggard. It's so haggard. Its hair's all matted and shit. And I appreciate the fact that they were like, let's make this rat look I mean, like a fucking rat. I mean, it is a sewer rat. <laughs> That's um, like five. But five Jesus five. Christ, man. They go, I mean, they go full Jim Henson <laughs> on this thing. It's gross. And uh, <laughs> every single time one of them fucks up or talks out a lot. He makes like, them do backflips. <laughs> Just go do 10 backflips for me. Shit. Holy shit. That's, that's a gotta, form that's of a child workout. abuse, right? Yeah, that's a workout. But they're, not, animal ch- but they're not children, they're turtles. Yeah, it is animal abuse. But he's an animal, so maybe it's just nature. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, I mean... We get more of the goddamn Foot Clan, right? And their yeah. whole thing, Shredder has awoken in this junkyard. Yeah, which conveniently is their fallback position. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's their, because they, <laughs> their the, headquarters. Yeah, you just see a bunch of, like, Foot Clan members coming back, and they're like, is this it? Like, because there's only, like, six of them. And we get this fucking character who was from the first movie and probably could have been eliminated from this one. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Chatsu? Oh, yeah. His, like, his right-hand henchman guy. Yeah, he's like, he's the second in command. And he's like, really pointless scene because he just comes in. He's like, I'm in charge now. Anybody want to say something? And then Shredder just walks in. He's like, uh, no, I'm I'm still in charge. And, and everyone's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, he's he's alive, cool, but he's like not wearing his mask, and he's like, oh my god, it's in shadows, and they're like, oh my god, apparently he's disfigured, his face, yeah, he's supposedly it. disfigured, but the the thing is, he puts his helmet on, and you can pretty much see almost his entire face through the mask. I couldn't see, except for some scars. Yeah, I wanted some to see scarring. some meat hanging Well, off. I think that's the problem is that really was they didn't put any effort into it. That's so you just it. see like a couple of scars on his face and they're like, no, take our word for it. It's bad. <laughs> Meanwhile, April uh, is getting some scoops. She's interviewing Professor Jordan Perry of mm-hmm. this, what it's TGRI, Techno Global Research Industries. TGRI, I always remember it as TGIF. But there's different letters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> TGRI. Um, she's she's doing talking about it like a toxic waste leak. Yeah. So the, this company and this this actor, by the way, uh, it took us a while to figure it out. But he's uh, one of the goons from fucking Titanic. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, but so his whole thing David is Werner. Yeah. So he's invited the press for some reason to this like toxic cleanup. He's like, hey, we you know, we're looking out for the city and our community. We're cleaning up our mess. It's a goodwill sort of story. But we look off to the side and there's like a where part of it spilled and like the fucking weeds have grown yeah. to be like new flowers. And yeah. Shit. Yeah. So you realize pretty quickly that they're actually hiding something. 
Meanwhile, the turtles are watching this and Splinter sees it on TV and he's like, TGRI, like, oh shit. And he goes off to meditate or maybe jerk off yet to be determined. Stay tuned. We'll find out. And there's this little aside with this character, Freddie, who's, I guess, a, a new guy who's working on the yeah, camera Freddy, truck the or whatever. Girl. He, uh, you find out, goes off and find the flowers, and while nobody's looking, he picks them, and you realize pretty quickly, oh, shit, dude, he's a member of the Foot Clan, as evidenced by him bringing the flowers to Shredder. He's a goddamn spy. He's a spy, dude. <sighs> he's oh, a rat. God. He's a fucking rat. Ronnie the Rat, dude. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. His name's Freddy. So the turtles are cleaning up, and they're like, oh, you." April comes home, and she ruins the surprise of cleaning up, and they're still being fucking dicks about everything. <laughs> they're the worst. They're the worst. And Splinter's like, hey, shut up and come up here so I can tell you your fucking backstory. Yeah, he's basically like explains how this ooze fucked their shit up 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah, and like the so this is where it gets a little muddled and confusing. I I had to explain it to you at one point, I think, right? Again, this is a child's film. Yes, it and is. And also, I am kind of stupid. Right. <laughs> no, but it's like confusing especially for a ch- child's film because you don't really know what they know. Apparently all they know is like we were in some ooze as turtles. 15 years later, here we are. They don't know where the ooze came from. Turns out Splinter's been, like, hiding the vial the whole time. He connects it together, and it says TGRI on the bo- on the bottle. Yeah. So he's like, hey, let's go over there, figure out what's going on, and we'll figure out, like, a little bit more about where we came from. They break in. They break in. There's some awesome 90s computer shit. Oh, my God. Is there awesome 90s computer shit full of 90s computer noises and numbers, (laughs) lights that and pipes that go nowhere. It's great. Um, And the doctor is dumping all the ooze because he's like, this is no good. It's morally bad. I thought he was the the villain in most of this. I was very confused. You would assume he was the villain. I thought he was... Because it seemed in the very beginning when he's doing that interview, he's clearly very abrasive yes. and trying to be very secretive of this whole thing. Yes. So he is, I mean, he's definitely like... Fucking red herring, dude. They got me. red herring, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, he's he's morally questionable, but he is like, it turns out to be a good guy, I guess. So he's about to get rid of the last vial of the ooze until fucking the Foot Clan shows up. Son of a bitch. And takes it. The turtles come in. There's a whole lot of one-on-one fighting here. Yeah. Like I mentioned, a earlier. lot of one-on-one, it's a lot like, of like antics. They're all like, standing. I love when you look at the guys in the background. They're just like pacing back. Yeah, and they're forth, just like, like bobbing, bobbing them and, and weaving, down. like <laughs> whoa, whoa. like ready for their turn. Like. Yeah, and like all right, it's my turn in the script. And how do they decide, decide or determine which one runs in at that time? Is it a very? I don't know. Do I would assume it's like the closest, in? or maybe they like you. Ha- so Go what it is is you're yeah. What name? it is you're in a circle and you look across the room and like that's your fucking fighting buddy, and so you pre determine yes. with your fighting buddy who goes so, first oh, in yep. the occasion gotcha. of a one-on-one confrontation so melvin gets called in i gotta get called in after yeah melvin exactly dies. and somewhat is there and a- like you have to determine like hey melvin if you and i get in a fucking fighting ring you're going first and then i'll go second i'm just telling you how it is <laughs> all right i don't question the foot clan i just watch him get beaten up by animals but the uh the foot clan gets to perry first and they kidnap him they also wind up salvaging the last vial or canister yep. of this ooze. ooze. It's just called ooze. It's just ooze. Yeah, some green juicy shit. Yeah. Um, so they take him away, and he brings him over to the shredder, and the shredder basically tells him, hey, we're going to use you and the vial to do something, and it's not really explained what yet. Meanwhile, 
uh, what, Kino is delivering pizza to April's apartment yet oh, again. yeah. Well, I guess he's actually re- delivering it to the person next door who didn't want it. And then he's just like, well, you've been ordering so much pizza anyway. I'm just going to well, come no, into your so fucking Kino, house. Kino has like this hunch, probably because they paid for the goddamn pizza, that uh, the turtles are living there. So he like makes up a pizza delivery. He comes in, he's oh, like, oh, shit, yeah, that's well, right. yes. the guy next door didn't want it. I figured you wanted it. And that's when he's finding the ninja gear because the, nin- the turtles are moving out. So they're like moving all their shit because they're like, oh, the Foot Clan's still there. It's not safe to live with April. They're about to move out. Kino comes in and finds the turtles because they're terrible at hiding because they're giant, four giant men in a costume. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so... That's when, you know, they just embrace this kid and basically tell him their backstory and what they're doing. Yep. And that's when Kino says, oh, like, I, I've heard of the Foot Clan. They're recruiting on the streets, trying to rebuild. They're just taking kids. It's fucking... Which I guess that was actually a thing in the first film, too, is that they would take these, like, street kids who yep. had no future, and they're like, we... Or no family, and they're like, we're a family. We've got a home. Child soldiers. But they were... Yeah, they were child soldiers, Basically, beasts of no nation. Yes, correct. Minus Idris Elba and with turtles. <laughs> it's a great film, by the way. Really good movie. Check it out it. on Netflix. Yeah, really good. Recommend. So they head back into the sewers, and they eventually find this old yeah. abandoned like railroad station. Kind of cool, yeah. actually. I like this set a lot. Yeah, and no, it is cool. And I mean, I I don't think there's any abandoned <laughs> subway stations. Like I, this I read. In New York, I think but... it, if I remember correctly, I read in some trivia that it is based on at least one existing like oh, really? just abandoned train station oh, underground. Cool. Um, if you've seen the movie Amazing Spider-Man Two, that plays an integral. Uh, point in the plot. Some would argue the best film featuring Spiderman. <laughs> Ever made. Ever made. I uh, am the rhino! Uh, <laughs> but anyway, we also skipped over a little bit. Kino's like, I could infiltrate it for you, and the turtles are like, uh, no you won't. And then Raphael gets oh, all pissy right. because he's that's his character arc, is that he's a bad dude. Um, <laughs> and he just yeah. walks away, yeah. and that's when they stumble on the train station. So cut away, and Raph Roth, <laughs> Raphael, and Kino are trying to get Kino into the Foot Clan because he's good at martial arts, and that'll lead them to the headquarters where they can then kill them. Uh, <laughs> assumed. <laughs> at so at Shredder's hideout at this point, Perry's forced into using the remaining ooze on again because they don't have a goddamn rhino and war dog. They use a, a wolf snapping and a snapping turtle, turtle and a wolf. <laughs> and they give them this mutant juice, and they mutate into Toka and Razor, and these are the worst. They're the fucking the worst. worst things ever. First off, they're disgusting to look at. Yeah. Specifically, so the wolf angered me visually. Oh, it's got the giant turtle blue. Yeah, annihilated my eardrums. I hated every time, every it, time opened it opened its mouth. Its mouth it's right? like, like yeah. a gross reptilian scream. Yeah, it. I mean, and like, they're also, they make light of it that, they're infants, I guess. They're, they're essentially infants, babies. Yeah. So they're like, ah, mama. And it's just uh, so, it's like such a cheap, uh, yeah, it's a cheap laugh. And it's like, they're like, it really goes nowhere. Like nothing gets accomplished by them being quote babies. So when the teenage mutant ninja turtles originally got this fucking dose of juice, did they have to start off life as babies? Well, and then I actually came rem- into this, I or? remember because in the first movie, there's a flashback when they do become turtles, and they are like little tiny baby turtles. Fuck. So, strangely, continuity between Man. the first two films 
interesting and it makes sense in the timeline because they say they're 15 years older since that happened yeah I've and just they have that teenage a mindset a lot of existential questions yeah no it's best not to think about it anyway shredder realizes that even though they're babies and he wants them killed they're still pretty strong and like easily manipulated so he's just gonna keep them so Raphael and Kino, they go through these like like a test. These weird tests, yeah, where he <laughs> one, has to. One of which is what? Yeah, you got to remove bells from a mannequin. Yeah, under silently. smoke screens and making no noise. Which you know, god damn it, that's a high standard to get into the Foot Clan. How are they not better at fighting? <laughs> exactly. Like they can do that kind of shit. Like you should easily. First of all, there's a shit ton of you. How are you not outnumbering for like equivalent? Ninjas. Turtles. Turtles. <laughs> we have to be slower. They're fucking turtles. Stupid. Big hot, big plot hole in this movie. Kind of like the movie Holes. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't Call do this. back. No. Do not Call make that a running joke. thing. That's not a running joke. <laughs> but they're discovered. And Roth, yeah, almost immediately. Again, it's one of those things that's like uh, they set up all these things to, that you'd think are going to come of something, but they all no. just keep falling apart. Well, so it's weird because like, like a comedy of errors. Yeah, they move from like plot to plot. They're like, okay, like we want to find out more about this ooze. Oh, shit. Raphael got fucking kidnapped. Now we got to go fucking save Raphael. And then it just keeps moving and they never go back to the old plot. It's kind of weird. It is. It's like they just drop it and they're like, fuck yeah. it. This is what we're doing now. So, so they have them all tied up like to a goddamn post. And yeah. uh, <laughs> it's it's up to the boys to rescue them. That it is. So they've set a trap, though, and they all get ensnared in this net. Yeah. And luckily, though, Splinter X Machina. Oh, this is Splinter X Machina. Dude, I love the image of this rat shooting a fucking arrow Hawkeye style yeah. at this rope. And, and then he, and then they smiling. start, and then they start fighting, and instead of doing anything else, he just hobbles away. I feel like they <laughs> I almost wrote yeah. him fight. Yeah, I obviously to see this puppet fight. I think they just wrote themselves into a hole. They're like, okay, they're captured. How do they? Uh, how do they get out? Um, uh, what's Splinter doing? Splinter's not doing anything. Bring oh, him shit. in. Bring Splinter in. Then oh I'll help god. him. Give him a bow and arrow, and then we can sell that as a toy. And my god, did they sell it as a did toy? Did they really? Hey, I had that toy. You had him? I had the Master Splinter with the bow and arrow toy. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Was it like all plastic, or did it have yes. some hair for him? No, it was all hair. plastic. Ooh. It was like one of those classic early 90s action figures. Every part of it was plastic. Did you and it, bring that to school? Uh, no, I don't think I brought it to school. Oof. Yeah, you, that's good. Good thinking. You I'm, know how many kids would be after that, dude? A million! Yes, all of them. But dude. you would have slayed Poos. Yeah, of course I would have slayed Poos. Dude, everyone with a Splinter figurine <laughs> Slay slays Poos. Poos. Yeah, yeah obviously, because the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were fucking famous, and Splinter was their master, and it made sense. It's like, oh, you fucks with Splinter? Damn. You, you must, must be, yeah. You're a top dog. You're a poon wrangler, my Yeah, friend. exactly. You wrangle poon. <laughs> Mad Poon. Mad Poon. Ugh, boy. But anyway, so they're fighting off the Foot Clan. One-on-one on one once again. Yeah, one-on-one on one once again, except for one time when they dogpile them. Hey, guys, I think if we attack them all at once, yeah. we could do it. And that's actually the second dogpile, but for some reason this one doesn't work because he just oh, slips yeah. right out. Yeah, well, whatever, dude. I don't know, whatever. But that's when Shredder unre- uh, releases the fucking monsters. Uh, naturally, they beat the shit out of the turtles, but they find a manhole cover rescue the doctor and slip off into the sewer 
Yeah, and those goddamn fucking mutant creatures are going to town, flipping cars and knocking over telephone poles and oh, shit. Oh, yeah. They are so, wreaking havoc. Yeah, Shredder basically just lets them loose in the city. He's like, I don't know, go fuck shit up, boys. <laughs> and we get a really terrible dialogue exchange with the monsters, too. They're like, Mama said have fun. Oh, oh man, it's terrible. <laughs> it's so, so bad. But And then I think, so... Meanwhile, April is still trying to solve this shit. Yeah, so she's covering the fucking destruction made by the monsters, and Freddy, in full fucking ninja garb, kidnaps her. <laughs> kidnaps her and delivers a message. I, and it's worth mentioning that like half the NYPD is literally right next to them. Doesn't matter, dude. If he can she take a bell off a mannequin, he can sneak in. That's true. That's a good point. Foot Clan is notoriously good at everything. <laughs> but so Freddy delivers the message that like, hey. You have to come meet us at the construction site, or we're going to let those fucking monsters loose in Central Park. We also did forgot to mention that they did wind up getting Perry the Doctor out safely. No, I mentioned Oh, it. you did? Yeah. Oh, I just wasn't paying Very attention Very briefly, to you I said they rescued the Doctor. and uh, But well, he's making an antidote, right? To cure? Well, so that's, what, that's their plan. When they hear the message, they're like, how the fuck do we stop these things? He's like, I got an idea. So he starts making an antidote for the ooze. See, I thought for a second that he was going to give it to them. Do you think that they'd want to go back to just being regular turtles with no... I, You know what? That's a good existential crisis powers? for yeah. our mutant turtles movie. Ooh, like they have an antidote. So like, At least one thing. of them, yeah, wants to go back to being a turtle because he's like, I can't fucking deal with this shit because human emotions are complicated and difficult. Yeah, it'd be nice if also they, because they have human feelings and relationships that they start to think like, what if, obviously, you know, you're not breaching the topic of beastiality, well, so, but they have. Well, so one of them falls in love needs. with April O'Neil. Yes. April O'Neil is dead and he's like, I can't fucking live without April. I yes. wish I was just a turtle without these fucking human emotions. Oh, my God. I think if they had one antidote, just one, and it's been sitting on their shelf for all these years, as, like, you know, pretty much their gun who to gets, the head, you know what I mean? Who gets like, the fucking... Yes. Yeah. And maybe one of them gets shot at some point and is going to die, but he'll be living, like, in this hell forever, and they feed it to him so he dies in their arms or something. You know what I mean? There's so much we could do with yeah. this very hard-edged... Yeah. Mel Gibson directed... <laughs> <laughs> Spike oh, Mel Lee Gibson. Yeah, Mel Gibson say. and Spike Lee. That is a movie I would Holy watch, dude. Could you see that? Shit, I would watch the shit out of that film. Are you kidding me? A Gibson Lee joint. I will. I will buy a hundred tickets to that movie. <laughs> that's that. Well, that's just foolish. <laughs> well, not if it's. This I'm not guy. good with money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a problem. But anyway, that's not the movie we're watching, though. No, let's get back to this. <laughs> he's making the antidote, and he's like, "How do we, you know, how do we get him to take the antidote? Like, Stuff can we just spray it?" Yeah. And they're like, "No, they got to eat it." They're like, "Well, how the fuck do we get them to eat it?" So they got this idea with ice cube trays. They basically freeze it, stuff it in <laughs> a donut, donuts. Yeah. And, and so while they go to the construction site, they're surrounded by a million foot and the monsters. And they, like, stop the fight to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We should at least have our pre-fight donuts. <laughs> and no one, including these two master Japanese warriors, are like, that doesn't sound like a thing. They just let it fucking before. happen. Everyone looks at each other like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a I fight. Mean, you got to eat your donuts. Well, they're like, oh, oh, yeah, the... The donuts. I knew about that. Yeah, no, that, that obviously that's one of the oldest traditions. They trick them into eating this shit, and then yeah, they realize they only Holy eat fuck, one. I've been dipped. Yeah, yeah they, they only, only eat one, one a piece. Eat a piece, which is weird. Like, why wouldn't you just I don't know, put them all in one or something? Yeah, I don't know. Dude. Seems like a thing. But anyway, <laughs> um, they do. 
both ingest at least one cube. So the antidote's in them, but they have a giant fight. It's not going well for the fucking turtles. In fact, <laughs> how could it we get, get the, any worse? Yeah, how could this movie get any better? I've got an idea. Let's have a dockside next to the construction site underground fucking club. That you can throw fucking one of them into, right? Yeah, he goes through which, a wall. Yeah, he goes through a wall. And there's a ton of fucking early 90s people partying, listening to a concert. But, like, who do we get in this fucking underground concert? Like, who was ballsy enough to play in this fucking masterpiece venue? Who was ruling the world who in 1991? Who was on top of the world in 1991? Collaborate and listen, dude. Sir. <laughs> Sir Vanilla of the House Ice. Yes. Like wow, Vanilla Ice is fucking doing this weird concert, dude. He's he is ripping into dialogue, and my god, he's dancing his lyrics. He's doing uh, everything. He's killing it. Yeah, and so they're fighting a little bit more. The fight's going nowhere. Then yeah, once they kind of break in, though, Vanilla Ice stops and yeah. like notices what's happening, and then a, suddenly a beat <laughs> starts, dude. And he's like, wait a minute. This beat is fucking tasty. Yeah, of course it is, dude. Yeah, it's a tasty you can't fucking waste that beat. beat. No. What are you just gonna let a tasty beat go by the fucking wayside? No way. He starts rapping. Go ninja, go ninja, go. What do you then, think of this? I, I want your look, reaction when yeah, this happens. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. In it's, a movie filled with stupid <laughs> things that are stupid out of left and right. Yeah. Like this is like it's the most shameful <laughs> thing maybe put in on the film. Like, it really is. What's hilarious is that, like, we're meant to believe that Vanilla Ice, the character in this movie, is just making up this song off his head and that everyone else is fucking down with is it. Is down with it. They know the lyrics. They're dancing to it. I it, It's crazy, man. And then when I thought, like, okay, whatever. They're going to do that. Then there's going to be a fight scene. This could be kind of funny. So there is. They're fighting. They're fighting. And then after the uh, they they pump the fucking two creatures full of like, a fire CO, extinguisher yeah, because CO2. because they're like beeping and the doctor's like ah they need a they need CO something to they help this be- but I mean, who gives a fuck yeah, <laughs> either way once they're turned back into like a wolf and a goddamn snapping turtle yeah our heroes start dancing to the song yeah synchronized dancing everybody's fucking loving it. They I mean, I'd love it too. The turtles. If I was there, yeah. Well, I loved it, and I was there. Look, no, genuinely through though, cinema. This is this is one of those so bad it's good scenes. Like it's, it really it's is really funny. No, it as is fun. like, like I laugh my ass off. You talk to anybody who's ever seen this movie, like it or not, and the first thing that gets brought up every single time because it is the only memorable thing to happen in this film because of how fucking stupid it is. <laughs> it's this scene, like. Meanwhile, we also we we skimmed over it because it's very inconsequential. Uh, Kate, Kino, 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 prints in and just fucking kicks this cannon. Well, because he was like <laughs> he was like meditating with Master Splinter. Oh, He's like, right. I can't let him do it. They're, they're the guys. They're our best friends. We've known each other for a day. Um, and and Master Splinter's like, uh, you really shouldn't, but like, I'm not gonna stop you. And so he just runs off and like, so he comes in. He kicks because Shredder is like, dude. Fuck this. Stop singing. I still have the fucking ooze, and I'm going to fucking kill all of you. So Kino fucking jumps in there, like, out of nowhere. It took him no time to find this fucking underground club that nobody knew was there. It's Kino, dude. Yeah, he's fucking Kino. He knows everything. Um, he kicks it out of Shredder's hands. Yeah. And uh, that's the last you ever see of Kino. Probably because he fucking killed himself. <laughs> Zed. 
Zach Morrissey's trash. Uh, that's a look that's that a up. joke I stole yeah, from Zach Morrissey's trash. Absolutely look that, especially if you like Saved by the Bell. But yeah, well, Tokar and Razar turn back to stupid fucking animals, and now there's this little battle under a dock. Oh well, so this we is... yeah, so like they Sh- Shredder's like, well, I still have this fucking vial, like this little tiny test vial. They fucking blow him through the wall using the power of rock. <laughs> No, it's seriously this like they turn an the amp up the all the way and they like play a guitar that blows him through the fucking wall. And they're like, oh, like he's gone. Like we must have done it. End of movie, right? But out of nowhere, fucking you find out that Shredder has drank the vial of ooze. Oh, no, he's now Super Shredder. And for some reason, Super Shredder has an entirely new upgraded costume. More spikes. He's got so many more spikes. It fits him perfectly. I like. And he's like twice the size. Why yeah. would the ooze fucking change his costume? You know, sometimes it makes turtles. Yeah. Sentient, like fucking creatures. hell creatures. Yeah. Other times it just jacks you up and gives you some. Sweet yeah. Threats. Sometimes it makes old karate masters into rats. That is. Ugh, I yeah. don't want to get into that. Yeah, that's dude. fucking a hell that I don't want to think about. No, being a fucking five foot five sewer rat. Gross. Yeah. After you were a man, because I'm pretty sure. So what? The canon is that he was a Spoiler man. Was a man turned into a rat? Or no? Actually, oh fuck! I see. It. I'm getting it all hey, mixed it's okay, up. Man. What happened was. Uh, so uh, okay now i'm getting into the cartoon canon this is what i believe don't quote me directly on this but what happened was uh splinter was a rat in a karate dojo and (laughs) shredder was like his his owner's nemesis or something or maybe like a fucking old student who betrayed him they fought and so, like, Splinter, the reason he's a karate master is because he spent his whole life watching this fucking owner of a karate dojo. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Trying dude, to be a yes. ninja. So that's why he has all this fucking ninja yep. knowledge, knowledge and experience. Yeah. And Shredder is, like, just the guy who. He's kind like, of a real fucking false prophet when you think about it. He really you know is I mean? a false prophet. Like, you didn't do it. You've never been in any of these fights, yeah. Splinter. You just watched some shit. Yeah, but we are getting seriously sidetracked. One more sidetrack. Do you know that Tony Shalhoub voices yes. the live action Splinter in the new movie? Yeah. Does he do an Asian accent, dude? I he does. think he does. That would give me I every emotion fu- I've ever wanted. Do you know who uh, voiced the Shredder in the cartoon? Mm. It's the father from uh, Prince of Bel-Air. Really? Oh, no shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go back and listen. It's like. It's crazy because when you realize it, you're like, holy shit, that's Uncle Phil. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. You're learning stuff every day. Yeah. That's what kind of fucking in-depth analysis you get with this show. (laughs) You're welcome. Do you, how do the turtles masturbate? (laughs) <laughs> well, we'll talk about that. Oh, we'll yeah. get uh, we'll get into that. So, we'll yeah, have a special very, uh, spin-off episode. <laughs> an entire that. episode <laughs> yeah. on how they masturbate. Yeah. But yeah, he knocks this doc down and basically takes himself out. They yeah. do nothing. They do nothing. <laughs> and in fact, they're like, Shredder, you're going to kill us all. And he's like, good. I want you guys dead that bad, which is kind of a badass thing for the villain yeah. who's really done nothing in this movie to yeah, do. Um, but they literally, they're like, don't forget, we're turtles. And they jump into the water. And he takes the dock down on top of him and kills himself. Yep. 
end of I mean end, end of, of him. him end of end of him. I loved when he jumped. In, they jumped into the water. I told you, it was like, there's no way these fucking things yeah, are these coming costumes out of the water. come up wet. And I loved it. the next shot. Of course, like it shows these just these turtle shells floating on the water. The next shot's them coming up onto the perfectly dry <laughs> onto the goddamn dock, bone dry. Yeah, perfectly. We could dry. not let a single drop of water hit these fucking costumes. They these are no so fucking expensive. <laughs> they will soak up every ounce every of water. Every ounce. But anyway, so you know. They go back and they're celebrating because they fucking did it, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and like on TV, April like is reading a message about like how like they saved the day, and yeah, like she the reads doctor a note from the doctor, the doctor who's like, "Good job, dudes," or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And so they walk in and they're like, "Hey, Splinter, we did it." He's like, "Were you seen by the humans? Were you guys seen?" And they're like, "No." And he lifts up a fucking newspaper, and it's them posing in the newspaper. The front and page. The, and the headline reads, Ninja Rap Born. <laughs> like, they started a new genre of vanilla ice of ninja music, dude. What is the ending joke that he ends this on? Okay, so he's like, 10 flips right now, and he, and he just goes, and remember... Go ninja, go ninja, go! And then they backflip, freeze frames, and he just goes, "I made another funny," which is a callback to the first film because he ends on a joke. I can't remember what it is, but they freeze frame and he goes, "I made a funny." I'm like, and that's when I left out the fucking window. Yep, and that's when Brandon left out the window. But that's it. That's the end Teenage of the movie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, dude, secret of the ooze. Yep. What do you think? Your reactions, Brandon. Ah. Uh... <laughs> I thought we were going to learn the secret of the ooze. All we really learned was that, like... It was produced by a company. <laughs> yeah, their whole quest, they, I thought... Their whole quest was, like, we got to figure out, like, why we are what we are. And they just... They, they don't learn anything. No, over in the fact, course only of the, one character... nothing more than what Splinter's already told them in the beginning of yeah. the movie. <laughs> only one character has an existential crisis about it. And it's so fucking glazed over, we forgot to mention it. It's <laughs> like they... Because at one point, they're, like, in the sewer. And, he, and he's, like, playing with somebody. He's like, what's your problem? Because the doctor just finished explaining what the ooze was yes and he's like what's your problem he's like i thought we'd be more special and he's like you're a fucking walking breathing talking turtle who knows kung fu (laughs) you're special enough get over it you whiny little puss But yeah, so like that's it. <laughs> that's the secret of the use. Yeah. I I dude, I did get some uh nostalgia for the time period. I mm-hmm. and, and just like I'll say that I like some of the aesthetic of the movie. I do think that the characters are fun enough you know they, i wish that it kind of had remained a little darker like the first film because yeah. I, I, from what i can remember i did enjoy that i don't remember much at all but i'll say yeah there's some fun bits to this but for the most part <laughs> this movie kind of sucks <laughs> not, not good at all really no. like it's just it, i could see why if you had watched this when you were young why it'd be so memorable mm-hmm. um and yeah, some of the the fucking rat costume, dude. I I'm gonna have nightmares about that thing. Ugh. That is like howling American werewolf in London shit. Yeah, like, it's bad. It's man. creepy it's stuff. Gross. Uh, but yeah, I, what is it got a 31%? 32, I think. 32%. Yeah. I'm going to give it, uh, I'll give it a 35. I will say that like, it's fairly enjoyable and it actually makes me want to see the third one. Cause I think Ugh. that one for me could be just so far over the top dumb that I could enjoy it, but I've heard nothing but bad things. Listen, like, man. Dude, I love the go ninja thing. Like it was so stupid, but I like, I'm like, all right, this gets it. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I've been pretty mean about this because You've been doing this to me all fucking month. But uh, 
I will say I think you should steer clear of that movie. I really do. Yeah. It's right. that bad. Right. It's like I, I mean, you know what? Just for shits and giggles, maybe give it a look. But like, seriously, don't expect anything. Don't be out of sober. It. Don't even yo. Don't be sober for sure. And don't like. There will be times when you're like, this is so bad, it's not even funny. Well, as someone who loved this as a kid, what did you think of this the sequel revisiting it? When was the last time you watched this? By oh way? man, I well that that's what I wanted to say. I think I said this in the beginning. You ever get that feeling when you're watching something that you just obsessed with as a kid, but you haven't seen it in so long that like the title sequence starts playing and you just get that rush of like holy shit. Yeah. I remember everything about like yeah, where you were and yeah, what life exactly. was like. And yeah, like dude. what you were doing. Like I remember I, feeling that when we started this movie, it ended so quickly, <laughs> so fucking quickly. Um, it's, I mean, you know, this was great when I was fucking five years old Yeah, and I love the turtles because it was, I mean, it's essentially the characters are pretty close to the to the cartoon that's what i'm saying like it yeah. is it is written pretty faithfully for children and that's the thing and as a five-year-old there was nothing wrong with this movie as a five-year-old mm-hmm. as a fucking 26 year old grown adult holy shit this movie it's plotless it's there's nothing happening in this movie uh the kung fu is kind of cool but I mean, the dialogue sucks. Um, the costumes are the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> um, like you said, though, in the beginning, like it's nothing that I'd be like. I was expecting better. Yeah. Like obviously, it's 1991. We're not gonna get fucking better than what we saw in that. Yep. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, there's really nothing here for any adult or even like teenagerish per- person. Like. I really think the the deadline for this movie to be enjoyable is maybe five or six years old. Yes. It's it's just and there's some jokes in there for adults. Like there's a Casablanca joke in Reference it. Reference in there, yeah, yeah. That like I almost got like a half chuckle out of me. <laughs> like almost. Um, yeah, almost. <laughs> but like it's just it's mindless. It goes nowhere. Um I don't know, man. It it, it turns out to be like fairly boring. Like, you wait for them to get to a fight, but even then the fights get, like, a little draggy and boring because they're just dicking around the whole time. You're like, ah, man, like, I don't know. So I'm going to go, believe it or not, a little lower than you. I'm going to give it a 30. Yeah. Um, I almost kind of want to rethink my score. Yeah, you gave it a kind of a high score. You gave it better than what critics gave it. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 30. Okay. I honestly think because just the more I think of it, there really is nothing for adults Especially for those of, of us who hadn't seen this when mm-hmm. we were growing up. And I feel like even for the nostalgia factor, it might be fun for the first five minutes. This is worth a YouTube like revisit of the Go Ninja no. Go scene. Yeah. It's not worth investing no. 96 minutes of your life. Don't watch the movie. It, rewatch the really first wa- one. Yeah. Yeah. Rewatch the first one. Or if you just want to like get it over with, just go watch the cartoon. Honestly, just this is no better than an episode of the cartoon. No, I the, I'd say the cartoon is miles above this. Yeah. Um, and I have actually seen a cartoon episode of this recently. It's that's not great either. But yeah, it's way better than this, especially because it is a cartoon. Why they would try and make any fucking live action Ninja Turtles movies? It's kind of now hitting me. It's just a bad idea. Unless it's Logan style. Unless it's R. Logan hard R. Like, and I would pay money to go see that movie. but like we've seen what happened with this like it's not great even the first movie critically I'm curious to go back and watch that one because it's been a while since I've seen that even that critically did not do well Um, obviously these fucking new ones that Michael Bay did look fucking atrocious like maybe just 
time to put the kibosh on live action turtles unless you get that hard R one. It's I think it's an inherently like eighties mm-hmm. concept yeah. concept. You know what I mean? Like I just don't eighties oh, yeah. early nineties. Like it, it fit here. I just don't feel like the concept itself has a place in. They're our... trying so hard to make it work though because they. They think it's I. They must think it's one of those franchises that it's like timeless. they can bring they can back keep, anytime. Yeah, I, I get what they're and going for. again, you know, maybe for five year olds, but they're not making these movies and these new shows for five year olds. They're making them for like you and me. Yeah, well now, and I think, I think that's like a little the, misguided. The, I think they're raising the age to like a twelve or thirteen age. Especially those those new ones look like they're geared right towards the Transformers audience, yeah. which is like you know pre like now teenage boys is pretty much what they're. I going would for say now. even later than that. I mean, some of the like. Yeah, I'd say teenage to young adults. But this one, because who are they marketing Transformers for? Like, no, there were no, there's no kids younger than us who like grew up on Transformers. Nobody fucking cares younger than us. Younger right? than us, probably not. No, I mean no. a lot of kids. You're right, but that's why I think they're gearing them towards right you know, kind of teenage boys but with the action and yeah. But it's kind of the same. Yeah, it's kind of the same concept for these movies. It's like you know, there's nothing there for anyone born after maybe 1995. Yeah, I'll agree. Uh, this this is like we said in the beginning. This is the perfect movie for nostalgia because the teenage ner- mutant ninja turtles are the perfect example of nostalgia, just really not being worth it. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, you can have nost- nostalgia that you think is uh, much better, like a like a mm-hmm. Star Wars nostalgia, and that's okay to have yeah. the the feeling of 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 comfort that these movies provided or and that's, yeah that's absolutely fine. But, for, but as a movie critically it, like if when you try to analysis and now analyze it analyze it yeah it just doesn't hold up dude it's no, not it really movies. it really doesn't and like even as a fan of the ninja turtle i loved the ninja turtles watching it now man it's worth the skip it's just not like you can get your nostalgia fix somewhere else. Just don't bother with this. Yeah. YouTube the, the vanilla ice. Stuff, YouTube the vanilla funny. ice scene because it's funny. <laughs> and if you really like want your Ninja Turtle fix, I guess just watch the first like 10 minutes of this movie after the mall scene because it just goes downhill. I'll agree. Yeah. yeah. Just downhill. Um, so, yeah, there it is. Uh, I'm getting really sick of you and I picking movies that we hate. Like well, that we know that the we hate that the other person that we know will hate. the other person yeah. will hate. So we're gonna decide, kind of switch gears next week. We're gonna pick a movie that uh, Brandon and I both really liked when it came out, and genuinely are curious on whether or not it's gonna hold up. I think it probably will. I think it will. Uh, this is 2000's The Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. We uh, haven't done a cartoon in a while. We hadn't done a Disney flick in a while, and we wanted to, yeah, get back to something that we both genuinely enjoyed as yeah, kids. Actually, had nostalgia for that is I the saw point this of theaters. this show. Did you see that uh, the Emperor's New Groove in theaters? I don't think I saw it in theaters. I think I saw it when it came out on DVD, which it came quick. Yeah, this was a movie that I think was uh, underrated at the time. I think yeah. genuinely underrated by the uh, well, I think it turned by critics up, and whatnot. Yeah, I think it turned off a lot of people. Especially in like initial marketing, because I remember even back then being like... It's a bizarre premise. (laughs) It really is. And I remember even back then being like, I thought the trailer was like mildly annoying. (laughs) I found David Spade even then to be pretty annoying because I knew what he'd become. (laughs) Oh, calm it down. Yeah, no. He's awful, man. (laughs) I like David Spade. And I particularly loved Patrick Warburton from what I remember as Kronk in the movie. Yeah, no. I mean... But that's what surprised me about this movie when I did see it, because I had every expectation of thinking this won't be funny or good. Yeah. And it turned out to be both. Both. I'm hoping yeah. I'm hoping it holds up. 
Yeah, I am. And I think too. it will. Yeah, which is going to be a good change of pace. Yeah, no, we not can't. that Bruce Almighty was bad. No, that's true. I Bruce Almighty was not terrible. Um, so, but I, I'm I'm glad we're doing one that we can genuinely agree it'll be interesting. Yeah, the, no, next the next week. few couple of watches will certainly be films that we're both very fond of. Yeah, so. All right. Well, so before we leave, just want to remind you, as always, you can check us out on iTunes, this and any episode. You can also look us up at nbd.podbean.com. Don't forget to share this this podcast with your friends. Please write us a review. Every little bit of sharing and reviewing helps out this show and uh, helps us improve and make a better product for you guys. You can also follow us on Twitter at Nostalgia Damned. You can also check us out on Facebook and uh, send us an email at NostalgiaBeDamnedPod at gmail.com. Yep. Send us a request, send us a question, anything a little hot desires. Yeah, I mean, yeah, do it, please. And like we always say, yeah, share, share, tell a friend. Absolutely. Anything else you want to say, Brandon? Uh, not much, except that... We should definitely play the Vanilla Ice song. Oh, you mean like this one right now? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yes, you should let this go. play for a little while. Oh, I will. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go. Yo, it's the green machine. Gonna rock the town without being seen. Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Slamming and jamming to the new swing sound. Yeah. Everybody look.